0: Hello, and welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, the show that dives into the records that is post-apocalyptic, the post-nuclear podcast. I am your host, Vince, and I'm also here with my buddy, your evil karma host, Declan. Hey, what's up? What's up, my friend? Uh, you know, I'm tired as hell.
1: Oh, I definitely feel that. I've kind of had a, a little bit of a rough week. I hurt my
0: shoulder. I just, how'd you hurt your shoulder? What'd you do? You know you what, it? Can we just... Can we just... We just saw each other like 25 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like we got to play like, Oh, how you been? I was sleeping in a week. But no, how'd you, seriously, how'd you hurt your shoulder?
1: So I figured out that I slept just so bad that I hurt myself. Did you sleep so good that it was so bad? No, like I just slept so bad that I woke up and just was in pain. How did you sleep bad? Did you like... Mur- did you sleep murder? <laughs> No, um, what I think was, I was, uh, watching, alright, so, like, when I can't sleep, I like to put on, like, documentaries on YouTube that just loop on live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was watching a black hole documentary, and, uh, I think I I fell asleep with my glasses on while looking at the screen, and my head was, like, kinked the wrong way. Mm. And I woke up, and I was just like, oof, owie, my pain. Uh, so, yeah, that kind of sucks. But, like, it's getting better. I saw someone today that... Uh, that massaged it.
0: Oh. Yeah. Nice.
1: But other than that, that is not impeding my ability to speak into this Michael phone.
0: Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> ah, give Michael the respect he deserves. How are you doing, my friend? I'm just tired, dude. Oh, it's it's a, a time. It's. I think we're going to hit that time of, of... I mean, this is like the first summer where... We started this in July. Yeah, we did, right at the end of July. So, no, it was the 4th. July 4th is, I think, when we recorded our first one. Or, like, yeah. Like around there? Yeah, I, I don't remember when it came out, but I remember in the first episode, you're, you you kind of chime in. You're like, hey guys, it's Declan. Uh, it's the 4th of July when we recorded this. So, oh,
1: yeah, because of the fireworks.
0: Yeah. Uh, and we were doing it out of your room. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, now we do it out of our own separate rooms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I this is going to be like the first summer, the whole summer where we're doing this. So I just can't wait to see how much I hate waking up in the morning because I'm going to be, be so hot. Uh, no, it's going to be so hot. And I'm going to be working like 10 hour days. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, you know um, I mean, I actually just got a job back uh, back up by school. Hey, hey mazel. Yeah.
1: So... That's going to be a nine to five kind of thing. So like I'll have a little bit more time to actually like work on the show as opposed to just like doing homework for like my entire day.
0: Yeah, I love uh, I love getting up at eight to go to I love getting at work and getting up at like seven to go to work for eight, uh, getting at work and then not getting out till six
2: and yeah, then doing that
0: seven days in a row. And the only day I get off is when I ask. Yeah, that's a uh, that's not that's ideal. a
2: lot. No, I just that. hurt.
0: I've got
1: that corporate schedule—the nine to five, Monday to Friday.
0: I would, I would fucking brutalize a f- small family of four for it. <laughs>
1: I just, you know what? I, I would. I I started uh, on that uh, last summer. I had a similar schedule, and it was like I understand why people like it. Like it, I, up until then, I'd only done work that was just like long hours, physical labor, yeah. and, and like
0: weird times. Weird times, yeah. Like, like, oh, um, come in
1: at 10, don't go home to fucking, like, yeah. 3
0: in the morning. Like, uh, or, like, come in at 10.30
1: in the morning and stay till 5.30 at night. Like,
0: yeah, like, a 9 to 5 must be what heroin feels like. Because, <laughs> because you're always just, like, guaranteed. I, I know what time I'm going in, I know what time I'm getting out. If I want to do something after work, it's not like, hey, man, I didn't get out of work till fucking 7.30. It's like, no, I'm going to the movies mm-hmm. at 6.45 tonight. And I know that I can. You know who has a great schedule? Who? The slavers of Paradise Falls. <laughs> you know what? They work on their own time. Uh Paradise Falls, I think we've gone into a little bit of depth of Paradise Falls before, but now this is kind of like a real look into Paradise Falls. Yeah. Um Paradise Falls, a strip mall turned into a slaver haven, uh that has ties to the Slaven, if you would. <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I want to just say, because I always forget to say that um I get all of the lore other than I played the games. I also get everything off of fallout.fandom.com. I use it as my reference point. I take all my notes from there. I have a – I don't know if you can hear that. Ooh, a little, that's a crunchy notebook. Uh, thanks. I have a little notebook that I write all my notes into and I read out of and I have a, a, a sizable amount of notes for this week. Um, so Herbert Daring Dashwood's Terminal. Oh, you could you could say that way better. What? You gotta
1: go like Herbert Daring Dashwood.
0: Herbert Daring Dashwood's terminal uh, <laughs> says that former slavers Penelope Chase and Harmon Jewel J U R L E Y J U R L E Y jewelry 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 Harmon Harmon Jewelry. Let's go with uh, Jewelry. Okay, those are the former slavers that were in charge. Uh, they use it as a home base for the, for slaves and slavers, uh, infamous for taking slaves from Big Town and the rare, insta- the rare instance of taking from Little Lamplight, also known for taking random wastelanders. Uh, it has a big boy-esque mascot holding an ice cream cone. Have you ever seen a big boy? Not in real life. I don't think they're, they're around anymore, to be honest. That, I think that's just like a 50s Americana thing. Yeah, but, like, it's something that's so iconic that you see and you're like, oh, I know exactly. And not just because he's holding a burger, but it's like, oh, I know exactly what that is. But, like, I, don't, I think there's, like, one in California. Really? I don't think – because I think they were huge. And I think they were kind of like the original – and I, I, if we have any Californians in the house, uh, I, I don't know if this is sacrilege. But I think they were kind of like the original um, in and out uh, You know what? That would make a lot of sense. I can see and how then, the prog- progression could go. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've never been – I don't think I've ever been to California and if I have, I might have been a baby, so I don't remember it.
1: Yeah, I've always wanted to check out the uh, the West Coast. We're bitter East Coast uh, Northmen.
0: Yeah, Northeast Coast is very different from Southeast Coast. Yeah. Very different. Florida yeah, different. is not a state. <laughs> yeah, that is a that is an anarchy. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's,
1: it's a geriatric anarchy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> with fucking with fucking uh, fentanyl running wild. Oh my god! Uh, so the layout of uh, Paradise Falls is a, a a small square strip mall uh, style to a compound protected by makeshift walls of derelict cars. I love the word derelict. Isn't it great?
1: It's such a nu- you know exactly what's going on. When you use that word.
0: Oh yeah, you're like the fucking derelict. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, It has a weapon shop called Lock and Load, an infirmary called Cutter's Clinic, slaver barracks, and a makeshift bar and grill that was once a Robco Parts store. Uh, Eulogy's Pad is an old movie theater. It has slaver pens and a Pulowski preservation shelter that is called The Box. It also has a house for child slaves. But you know what? At least they get a house. (sighs) I guess. (laughs) Yes. Oh, oh geez. Some unsavory now, folk. Uh, yeah. So fun fact for you, it's not possible to fast travel out of Paradise Falls once inside. The Lone Wanderer must exit through the main gate.
1: Like the uh the like turned over subway car or train car or whatever. What are you talking about? Like it's not like the main gate, kind of like the gates well, in between oh, Freeside. Yeah, yeah. It's kind yeah, of that, like, it's that like,
0: asset. Once you... Because it's probably considered... Even though it's outside, it's probably considered an, an indoor cell.
1: Yeah, it's like an, a sub-cell. Yeah. It's actually kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, shooting anyone in Paradise Falls will turn the town hostile unless... Unlike most towns in the games, the slavers of Paradise Falls stay hostile no matter how much time has passed.
1: Hmm. I mean, I guess that makes it make sense. You've kind of, like... Uh, committed hostile intent towards their business
2: yeah
0: uh so other than that you want to other than those fun facts i have some stuff on uh the other slavers there i believe there's nine in total tell me about those rude dudes so eulogy jones one of my favorite my characters oh my god uh, He's reading so suave reading his uh wiki page I realized how much I based Ron Goldman off of him. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, he was born in 2232. He's 45, a smooth dresser, leads with uh, persuasion and intelligence, getting others to do his dirty work. Got where he is exactly as he expected by being the craziest. This is a, this is a direct quote. Being the craziest thug in a town full of crazy thugs.
1: So, That's some bravado.
0: Yeah, he, yeah, and here's the best part. He says he got it the old-fashioned way, with hard work. He knew every secret in the camp and eventually killed the former leaders. Every plot against him has failed, and other slavers in the camp learn to back off when he loses his temper. Eulogy Jones rules by fear. He's kind of an ultra-pimp he's fucking amazing I remember, you know how we always joke and say like, oh dude, I want the hat, I want the hat I want Lucas Sims's hat yeah, like I want Yulie Jones' everything I yeah, I walked in there and I was like, I want a suit I want a suit, I want a suit, I want a suit I want the bed oh, the bed, you can get the bed the heart-shaped bed? yeah, if you get the lovers thing, I'm pretty sure for the Megaton home or the Tenpenny suite I'm like 90% sure if you get the lovers theme, you get the bed no shit, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like one of my favorite features of the game is that like, oh, here's my, my thing that's now here and I live here and it's personalized. Even though it's not like Fault 4's personalization, but...
1: Yeah, it's not like base building, but it's like you get that small kind of little bit of customization. Yeah.
0: So there's also Carolina Red, uh, the least pleasant slaver, stern-faced psychopath, abused and tortured all of her life. Loves to tell stories about her father, who cut a man's legs, cut off a man's legs, just to watch, just to watch and laugh as he attempted to crawl away before crushing his head uh, with a rock just because he was bored. I mean, what else you gotta do if you're bored? He, I mean, yeah, of course. What else? Uh, cutter born in 2236 is 41 born a slave and say this is how fucked up cutter is born a slave saved up enough money to buy her freedom learn medical a lot of medical stuff from her mother a slave paradise falls needed a medic so she stood around which is fucked up because you're a slave you know how they get treated yeah. and then like but at the same time i kind of look at it as like that's a fucking that's smart as shit
1: like that's like you're never gonna be a slave again because you're already in the pocket of,
0: of Eulogy Jones.
2: Like, yeah, you bought they, your
0: freedom. They will, they will validate your receipt. <laughs> but they also gave her a lot of leeway because, like, you know medical shit, and we don't, and we need somebody. They, so they were, she was an asset. We're gonna beat you, but not till death. Yeah. Oh, uh, she's one of nine characters in the entire game to have very evil karma. Makes sense if you think about it. I have a list of I have a list we'll go into later, but that's just one I'd like to point out. Uh, says that she's older than Eulogy, but the official guidebook says she's four years younger. She was born in twenty two thirty six in the guidebook, so Eulogy's forty five. This says she's forty one, but the game makes it like she's she the direct and I'm and I'm paraphrasing when I say this, but the quote is Eulogy. I'm old enough to be your mother. The relationship we have is strictly business. And I could be paraphrasing that. But like... Hmm. Gross. Old. I don't know. That's kind of... that. That's yucky. I don't that, I don't get people who like grannies. Uh, if you attack other slavers, she does not become hostile. She's just that bad of a bitch? No, she just... She's like, good, they're slavers. Kill them. Hmm. Uh, Forty. Forty was 55 years old he's eulogy second in command he's a dim-witted guy he got his name because he's killed 40 men well what if he, he killed another one that he's uh, there's actually a point in this when they refer to him as like 32 <laughs> uh he doesn't slaves do not count towards his total because they are looked at as sport oh they just think they're not people yeah uh, uh there's also uh grouse J- j- How the fuck do we say this man's name Jewry? Jury? jury Jer- Jer- J-U-R-L-E-Y. Jewelry. Jewelry. that man uh he's the son of harmon je harmon j uh the former the former uh slave master i guess the former guy who ran paradise falls before eulogy uh he has he has he's been with them since he was a teenager uh his leader was the father before Eulogy rose up, and he has a legacy to live up to. His father slaves he could slaves his father couldn't sell. He would eat. Who what? If he couldn't he couldn't sell you from one person to another, he ate you. You know what? That's kind of that's pretty hard. That's fucking hardcore as a motherfucker. Yeah he's he's not at all fond of eulogy uh he's he gives you the slave collars and he gives you the mesmatron if you want to go out and yeah, s- slave people yeah uh there's also jotun the son of now how would you say this name y-m-i-r ymir ymir yeah that, that's ymir Ymir, right? Yeah. Because I tried listening to it on the site. It was Cutter saying Ymir. And I was like, how the fuck? Or no, it was Red saying Ymir. And I'm going, she said it so quick. I'm like, how is this the official game audio? (laughs) Uh, He's the son of Ymir. He has trouble forming basic sentences. He is awkward and unsocial. His father is quite proud of him and often embarrasses him.
1: Man, why are you reading
0: off my Wikipedia page? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ymir, who is 45, the same age as Eulogy, uh, his son is Jotun. Uh, He is not fond of Frank. He absolutely obliterates him with a super sledge. When you first get there and you see the bar, Yeah, he's he's the dude he just demolishes. Uh, He loves drinking and fighting and more drinking. You know
1: what? That's... um Along with eating people, that's of the things you can do.
0: (laughs) Uh, There's also Pronto. Uh, He's always been there. They describe him as the friend that they don't know when he showed up, but they don't know how to get rid of him. And they don't really want to, but they kind of do at the same time. Hmm. Uh, He's just an
1: ancient being.
0: Well, it's not that he's old. He's just kind of like always been there. They don't know how he got there. Like, it's it's like if you think about like, oh, how'd you meet your friend? It's like, I don't know. We've just always been friends. Yeah, just, he's always been there. Yeah. Uh, there's a rumor that he might be the son of an old slaver, but they don't know. Uh, but he's the guy who runs Locked and Loaded. Also, Cutter's uh, Cutter runs the infirmary. I thought that was kind of implied. That's why I didn't write it down when I said Cutter's... Uh, place. I, I forget the right, fucking right, right. name of it. Hold on. Let me find it, because I'm going to feel like a piece of shit if I don't. It's Cutter's Clinic. I knew oh, there was a location. Well, yeah. Um, there's Richter. He is a guard at the entrance with Grouse. That is it. He was apparently going to have more to do in the uh, replicated man quest line, but they cut it out before the game came out. So there's like... Audio files of him in the game talking about something but they cut it all out hmm. uh, but for my fun facts here I have nine characters have very evil karma Jotun Ymir Mr. Burke Carolina Red Jamie Palbras, Cutter Eulogy Jones Alistair Tenpenny and Azrakal which is a great fucking name and I always need to look at it before I say it
1: Azrakal
0: yeah is that great
1: freaking, that's a cool ass name you never that's- met Azrakal no, I don't think I ever have. If I have, I don't Really?
0: Remember. Yeah, as Call recall, is the bartender who runs the Ninth Circle in Underworld. He's the one who sells you uh, Sharon. Oh. Yeah. So, out of nine very evil characters, five of them are from Paradise Falls. Our Paradise Falls. Well, you yeah. know what?
1: That's kind of like the center of, like, debauchery for the Capital Wasteland.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's fucking oh my god i love it i love it i love it i love it
1: they're just they're all just they're all just like kind of jerk
0: bags all of them it's something that i wish like they do there's a lot of expanding upon it and i just sound greedy when i say this but i kind of wish there was a little more uh i think the next games should focus heavily on slavers i
1: think so too because there really wasn't much of it in fallout 4
0: I don't think there's any of it. I don't think there's any slave... Now that I... I don't really think there's any slave collars in 4. Yeah, you're right. I think, uh, I think that's something that's kind of... And, like, did you see the slave collar in 76? No, I haven't. It's a fucking... It's a fucking wearable item. Like, why is that a wearable item? Why can yeah, I, that, I wear that's, a slave collar? That's, that's terrible. Like, why would I want to be a slave? Like... I can't even think of – unless you want to do some like fucking Michonne with the zombies that follow her type shit where it's like, oh, hey, uh, I have a slave on this guy and he follows me and helps me. Like if you really want to roleplay it, but that's even still kind of shitty. That's, like, I don't, that's I just, still kind of shitty. Which, I mean, it kind of brings me to one topic I'd really like to talk about and it's something I've been thinking of lately a lot. It kind of sucks to be a Fallout fan right now. And a little bit because I'm not, like I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. What were you going to say?
1: Like every time you you say like, "Oh, I like Fallout." People just kind of like, "Uh-huh, oh, 76 bad."
0: Yeah, it's like, "Yeah, we get it. It's not a great game." But like I'm sorry. It's like I I don't know about you, but I have like no desire to play 76. I like. Now that I have the time, I just
1: found that I've moved on. Like I had a lot of fun when I played it when it came out. Yeah. Um. Despite all the bugs, I really didn't uh encounter a lot of them. So like yeah. I had a a best case scenario experience where a lot of people had like terrible terrible experiences. I had a lot of fun, but that has since that book has closed.
0: Like I've yeah. had other
1: things to do.
0: I. And it, like it hurts me because I, I was so it, excited it was for the fun. game, it was fun. and I had so yeah I had so much fun fucking reading terminals with Kyle, but it's like, like like a Kyle and a couple other guys from the Discord we've we've gotten we've started messaging each other that we we're gonna start playing together again and like that I'm excited for to actually play a game with friends but like I don't want to play it by myself.
1: Yeah, it's not a game to play by yourself,
0: and that sucks because I. I Love games that I play by myself, and it's just yeah. like, hey guys, uh, real quick, I wanted to give a little insert. It's Vince here. One thing I didn't really touch upon that I really wanted to touch upon in this episode is that it kind of feels like a divide. I mean, I I may have said this, and I just don't remember. It was like one in the morning when we recorded this, and I, I was very tired. Uh, but there's kind of like a divide I feel like between the fan base, and it's kind of forming a third like, another third of a divide, where it's the people who played the original two, then the people who played three in New Vegas, and then now we have the people who played four in 76, almost exclusively. Um, just, I feel like the whole community around it is just kind of, like, I don't want to say dying, but it's coming to and I don't want to say the word toxic because I hate that word but it's kind of coming to a toxic state you get people who delegitimize other people's experiences just because they haven't played the first two or that they've played the first two and didn't like it as much as they like New Vegas or three or something and then like there's alleged channels there are channels that are allegedly taking down smaller channels to silence them for whatever reason, whatever agenda they have. And again, I have to say that is alleged. There's, there's evidence on both sides. I think one side makes a more compelling argument, but still, I remember when this was just, you played Fallout, and you talked to your buddies about it, and now it kind of feels like politics. And maybe that's the point. Maybe that's what they were going for. I doubt it is. But maybe it is. Maybe we talk about the politics within a universe that we don't belong in, or don't, I shouldn't say don't belong in, we don't exist in, and now we talk about it in the real world. I don't know. Um, again, this isn't a complaining episode. This isn't an episode of me. This isn't an old man yells at a twink for 73 minutes, part two. It's just us kind of hashing out our ideas and saying what we have on our mind about the series. And where it is and where it's going to go in the future. And not just the Fallout games, but all Bethesda games. Um, Alright, so... Random disclaimer thing out of the way. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Bye! It's just like, it's... I I, I don't feel the need to go back and play 4, either. Where... Three in New Vegas? I've been having the fucking hankering to play New Vegas again for, like, the past three weeks. And I just... I want to play. I want to play it, and I just don't have the time. I just can't find the time to do it. And it's just, like, every day I'm, like, looking up, like, a little bit of Fallout New Vegas lore. And I'm looking at looking up, like, Fallout 2 lore. And then I start looking up some Fallout 1 lore. And it's, like, just because it's something that like i remember finding and being proud of and that i liked it which sounds yeah. so dumb but like it was a, it was a fan base that i was happy to be a part of and then like fallout 4 i have no fucking desire whatsoever to go back to i have no des- i played it for the 100 or 200 hours that i played it and like i don't like, like what they did to it
1: i and liked I'm- fallout 4 as like a game to play it was fun it wasn't the same as New Vegas or 3. Like, it's just a different game. But, and I get that. I get like, that. And it's fun for different reasons. And uh, I think they did some things right. And I would like to see kind of like a child of Fallout 3 and Fallout 4 taking the best from each.
0: Yeah. I My number one complaint with 4, and I'm so tired of t- trying to defend and not defend 4 at the same time. Yeah,
1: like, being a fan of the series means you are, like, you love it unconditionally, but also you, it's easy for you to point out what's not up to snuff
0: yeah like i want to be critical i want to be critical about and i like i want to be critical about it because i love it i don't want to be critical because like oh d- game bad because not the po- that's not the problem the yeah. problem is when you start deviating from what made the game the game and i and i i i'm gonna get some shit for this one but i don't think it's super fair to judge fallout 1 and 2 against the newer games just because they're different styles of game
1: yeah, now, it's a 2D isometric game. It's not a 3D open world game.
0: Yes, but that being said, there are still certain things that need to be... that need to happen for them to still be Fallout games. Right. Fallout 4 is a game that there is one fucking way to play it and three different endings. Four different endings. Where you can... and you you can kind of throw yourself into... Like... New Vegas, you can definitely kind of throw yourself into any character you want. Some people argue more than three. I think, personally, uh, you can kind of do it a little more with three, which is going to get me some shit. Because if I got shot in the head, why the fuck would I look for the man who just tried to kill me? Like, if I went to work and got shot... I wouldn't be like, well, better finish the job. <laughs> I'd be yeah, like, right. I'm going to the hospital now, and I'm never going back out of fear of getting shot a second time. I like mean, I guess there's also that, like, vengeance quest element. Definitely, definitely. But that's what I'm saying. For, for, for you to throw your character into it, right? Right. Where with three, you get casted out, and it's like, now well, what? I'm not welcome. I'm not welcome here. You know what I mean? Like... Doc Mitchell kicks... Not that he kicks you up, but he's like, alright, time to go. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like, okay... I did did my time, did my service. So, like, where do you go? You have no family. Like, do you really think the first thing you would do is look for the man who shot you? Just because that you have to finish your job? Like, Fallout 3 was just like, "Up oh, here you go, you're out. And it gave you just enough of a story. And, like... I get it when you give the backstory because that's my number one problem with four is that you have a voice protagonist and already 20, 30 years of backstory. So like, what do I, what do I do? Like I, I have, I, if I'm not part of the military, I just got my law degree. So are you telling me that I make a gun strength character for a man and I make a charisma character for the woman?
1: Like Like, that's like typecasting it like to be a certain way.
0: Yeah, and my number one thing I always say is I remember going over to your house and watching you play it, and I go, dude, you have you have a scar on your eye, like near your eyebrow? And you're like, no, why? And I was like, why does your character have a scar? And you're like, well, he's got a military background. I'm like, well, that defeats the fucking purpose of an RPG.
1: Well, at the same time, that's the role that I wanted my character to go through. I wanted to lean on that, that predetermined story, but some people don't.
0: No, I, I know, but if you're going to classify yourself as an RPG then don't give me a story like link to the do you ever play link to the past link to the
1: past is the best zelda game
0: you really think so yeah
1: with a link between worlds is like a very good retelling of it
0: on the super nintendo we're talking about the same one right we're talking about the 2d zelda on the super
1: nintendo on the super nintendo yeah
0: yeah you know what's so great about that being an rpg what about it? you? You wake up in your house and you're like, "Oh shit, my uncle!" And then you go find your uncle, like, yeah. and then it's like, "Avenge my death!" Like, there is a story. Uh, a vengeance quest. Vengeance quests are good stories. I'm not saying they're not, but like, they're heroic by nature. It's just like, I'm I'm Skyrim didn't grab me, and like now that I sit here and think about it, like it grabbed me for the fucking 150 hours I put into it. I don't want to play Skyrim again. Like, Skyrim has this, like, strange enchantment over
1: me that I'm just like, man, fuck Skyrim. I've played it so many times. I've done all the different ways. And yet, once in a while, my body is just like, it's Skyrim time, bitch.
0: And I have to go play Skyrim again. I, I don't feel it. I genuinely just don't. Like, I've tried on numerous occasions to try to play Skyrim all the way through again. I did one playthrough with Skyrim. I did none of the DLC. I The DLC is pretty good. Someone told me what the Vampire one is... Or the other one. What's the other one? Dragonborn? Maybe? I don't remember. Someone told me it's one of the best pieces of DLC they've ever played in their life. Yeah, the, the Dragonborn one is really, really good. But, like... I have absolutely no intrigue to ever play it again. And, like, I feel the same way about 4. And I'm just like... I'm like, oh, no. Is this what these games are going to become? Like... This is something that, and I I don't want this to sound like I'm complaining, because I'm not. I love these games, and I don't want me saying this to sound like I'm taking away your experience or my experience from Fallout 1 or 2 or 3 or New Vegas. Those are great games, and you shouldn't judge those games based on what is happening now. You shouldn't look at 76 and say, all of this, and then go, well, how come we didn't see it with Fallout 3? Or why didn't we see it with New Vegas? Because
1: it, it was released a decade ago. It was a different yeah, time.
0: It's – Fallout 3 came out in 2008. Fallout 4 came out in 2015. They're different games. And I understand that the, the school of thought between game to game will change and people will change. And,
1: and the industry changes and the technologies change.
0: Yeah, yeah. And like somebody tried saying to me, I was saying about retcons and someone, someone goes, well, new people come onto the project, lore gets forgotten, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, that's not an excuse. Yeah, that's because, kind of a poor excuse. Because every single fucking week I sit – almost every week unless we have a guest or someone else does the lore. I do the lore and I go on fallout.fandom.com. And this is a fan site. And I love them, and I can't give them enough credit. They, 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 they've they been archiving
1: and archive all of the data from all of the games.
0: There are twenty nine thousand nine hundred and sixty six pages, all about Fallout. This is year. So you're gonna tell me you can't fucking follow that? I just don't. I don't get it. You've retcon everything. Like I don't want to see the Brotherhood in Fallout Five. I don't because – So they have no business being there. Yeah, because if, when they're on the West Coast, they don't want to be a part of anything. They don't want to be a part of anything. They want to be kind of like – uh what was I – I was watching the Many a True Nerd video where it's called Fallout 3 is better than you remember and not just because it's my favorite game. It's I've seen the video before. I want to play the game, but I want to wait. If in June we actually wind up getting a remaster of those games, I want to wait till I play it then. You know what I mean? Like, I want to kind of go into it, not fresh, but not not fresh. So every once in a while I'll watch a little bit of this here and a little bit of that there, just to kind of, like, satiate me.
1: Yeah, like, to kind of remember.
0: Yeah. and And he's making a point that, like, this brotherhood on the east coast in dc is not the west coast brotherhood like it's a different division entirely it is only the brotherhood by name it is not the brotherhood by ideals and philosophy and that i'm okay with because they get to dc and you only see paladins and knights in the city you don't see them elsewhere because that's where they're needed yeah from a narrative standpoint yes so you're gonna tell me they're 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 tired They've just gotten there, they've gone from and like there is a group of Brotherhood soldiers that did not agree with Elder Lions and made their own made their own sect of the Brotherhoods Brotherhood called the Brotherhood Outcasts. Yeah. This is not this is no longer This is no longer fucking West Coast Brotherhood. The West Coast Brotherhood, one, does not exist. Because when you meet them in New Vegas, they're pretty much on their last legs. Two, there is like Like, thinking about it, there's an overabundance of power armor in 4, right? Because they want to give it to you, like, instantly. And there's no... They want you to play with their new shiny mechanic. Which is fine, but, like... Yeah. It doesn't feel special having power armor...
1: And right, like, like, I remember in Fallout 3, getting Power Armor was a big deal. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, I get to wear the
0: Power Armor? And you remember when you found Power Armor or the Ranger armor from New Vegas? You were like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, this, is a, this is a Ranger trial. Armor is so cool. Yeah, but it, it took a while to get, and it. it felt special. Here's a fucking. And, like, one of the few checks, RPG checks that are in the game, if you have an 8 or higher strength, you can rip the minigun off of its off of its tripod or bipod before uh, you get into the power armor. Really? Yeah, and it's like that's one of maybe six. because that's really neat, though. Like, why do I have, and I can't stress this enough, why the fuck do I have a voice? Why do I have a voice? If you were to take Fallout 4 and get rid of the voice, I'd probably play it again. I'd probably I mean, willing you can, to
1: go. You can nix the voice with mods, but that's I know what you're saying it's about mods. You're really not there for them.
0: No, I I I've said it before and I'll say it again, i look at I look at the way the French look at food. If the chef gives you a burger and it doesn't have ketchup on it, that's the way you're supposed to eat it. And if you put ketchup on it, it's disrespectful. That's just the way I see it. And I don't want to take away anyone else's uh experience with mods and I don't want to de- degrade it. I don't want to um I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying you had a lesser experience. If you had a better experience with the our friend White Collar, uh shout out to him. He sent me something about a mod he made that someone put on Reddit that they like got laid off from their job and uh they were in a really rough spot and because of them replaying Fallout 4 I believe it was Fallout 4 with his mods. It kinda helped them get through it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, these that's really mods. Awesome. Like,
1: like the mod scene for Fallout 4 is still very strong.
0: And I'm happy that it is. I'm happy that people are still playing it, loving and enjoying it. The way I loved and played and continue to love and play and, and enjoy three and New Vegas.
1: Like I really like Fallout Four for for what it is. It's but when I want to play Fallout Four. It's not the same time as when I want to play New Vegas. They're different games by design, and I think that's okay.
0: Yeah, it's just I don't know. I I think it's okay and I think it's not okay. Like there's there's a video by a guy named Mr. Caption and another Fallout YouTuber called Shitlord Builds. Shout out to him. I tweeted at him after he put the video out. The guy made a he makes fucking super valid points. Some of them I do agree with, and some of them I don't agree with about where the games are right now. Like, he makes a point about how uh, mannequins were in were in Skyrim, right? And it and he was saying that it was his favorite part of the game, like mannequins are in the game say i walked around with like this piece of glass armor forever and i wanted to commemorate it because i found a better piece but it still held like a special place in my heart
1: yeah i do that with all my bows in the in the uh, house in uh in white run every single bow that i enchanted a bow i make i hang on the wall yeah when i no longer use it
0: he's saying that was so cool to him that like you can have this and you can you you, it's commemorated it's right. loved, it's respected, it's enjoyed. But like, you got rid of that for Fallout 4 and then you put it in DLC. They, they're they the same engine. It's the, at the end of the day, it's kind of the same shit, yeah. You couldn't just put it in there? You couldn't just include it? Like, it's, it's one of the number one features that people probably were like, this is the best shit ever. Because that's a game that like, sh- shout out again to Shirley Curry, uh, She's playing Skyrim for thousands of hours and never getting tired of it. That's a feature that you can put into another game that brings you in, that engrosses you. He has another point that I don't agree with about rubble and garbage being everywhere. I get it. I don't agree with it. Uh i kind of saw dc as being absolutely obliterated and that's why there was rubble and garbage everywhere because why would you pick it up the only force that's going to try to pick it up just kind of got there and i don't know how long the enclave has been going on
1: yeah i definitely think that the amount of garbage in dc makes a lot of sense because it it was a major city the capital of a warring country it makes sense that it would be absolutely obliterated
0: yeah so, I get that there's rubble and garbage all over. I understand this. I don't agree with... I don't agree with how he said it should be cleaned up or it should be gone. I do agree with how... I never noticed until I watched the video. How come Diamond City is so dirty? Huh. People live there. Megaton is dirty because it has rubble, but the whole place is made out of a ram, is ramshackled uh, plane parts. And right. ramshack... Like, uh, shit that is just there. So... Like I can kind of, I can kind of, under, I can kind of understand Megaton, Rivet City. It's a boat falling in, like that's split in half. Yeah, it's a basically just a, a sinking liner. That's
1: they put enough duct tape on to keep around.
0: Yeah, I can kind of understand the garbage. I could kind of and – I, and I don't want it to sound like I'm making excuses because I'm trying to look at this thematically. I'm trying to look at this from a lore standpoint. I'm trying to look at it from everything. It's just so hard to be a Bethesda fan right now because it was it – was for a long time I looked at it where it was like Bethesda Game Studios was making fucking solid gold and – Their other subsidiary companies were making pretty decent games. I love Doom 16. I don't know what the fuck the story of Doom 16 is other than you have to go to hell and kill a woman. That's evil. Because I don't care about the story. That game is just fun. That game is a game where you go to just to do carnage. Yeah, it's just a fucking fun game. And I've never played the Wolfenstein games, I the, the new ones. I've never played Rage. Rage 2 looks like a fucking ton Rage of fun, though. Rage 2 looks so fun. I've heard it's, it's okay. I've heard it's mediocre, but... That's also, like, someone else's v- view on it. Mm. Valid. I haven't played it, so I can't say. Like, right? I really
1: like the Dishonored games. They're fucking incredible. I can't get into it. You
0: can't. I can't Dishonored, get in Dishonored, Dishonored 1. Dishonored 1 I can't. is so
1: good. Dishonored 2 is incredible.
0: See, I want to play Dishonored 1 the way I think you should play it, and that's where you don't kill anybody. Yeah,
1: doing this, the stealth route, it's hard. It's a hard game it's to do so, it but like,
0: stealth. It's not even that it's hard. It's like, I, just, I don't know something about it I just can't do. And I want to be a Dishonored fan, and I just can't get into it. And, like... I don't think, like, it's, oh, that's my fault. You know what I mean? It's not the game's fault. It's not the design's fault. I just, there's something about it that I just, I just don't latch on to. It doesn't grab my attention. And that's okay. Yeah, you're allowed to have an opinion. And I'm not saying if you like these games, you're wrong. I'm just saying that, like, these are, these, I've always kind of saw those other games as, like, the holdover games for the big ones.
1: Yeah, like, those are, uh, games that are done by, like, uh, by it or arcane or any of yeah. other subsidiary subsidiaries of Zenimax. But like you, you come to party for
0: Bethesda game studios, like BGS main yeah. titles. I'm here for fallout and I Skyrim was my first elder scrolls. I lie. I played a little bit of oblivion and I, I, I didn't get it at the time. Uh, I was also in like seventh grade. Uh, so I didn't get it. I didn't understand like, uh, am I leveling or not? Why do I have to sleep? Like, Right. I just, I don't know. Something about it never captured me. And then I played Skyrim, and I remember really liking it when I first like, played oh, like, it. Like, but... this
1: makes sense. It just works,
0: if you will. <laughs> but, like, Skyrim has a lot of dumb shit about it, too. Like, why is there no fucking XP bar? Why do I, like, level up, kind of? Like, I don't feel powerful. Like, I feel powerful in Skyrim, because I, but I, that makes me not feel powerful. Like,. Sure, I do ten percent more damage with a bow. I do another ten percent more damage with a bow, but like if I switch out to my sword, i don't feel like I'm doing any less damage. just i don't know i don't know how to explain it, and that's kind of now that I think about it it's the same kind of and I hate this word, but it's the same vibe that I get from I get from four i don't have an urge to go back i don't have it, I feel like I've done everything. I feel like that there's where I feel like I've done everything in Fallout 3 but I want to go back. I feel like I've done everything in New Vegas. Well, that's a lie because there's a lot that I haven't done, but I feel like I've done so much in New Vegas and I want to go back. You know what I mean? Like I just I I just don't I'm I'm a, like I'm afraid about Starfield. I'm really afraid about Starfield. I'm really afraid about Elder Scrolls 6. Like what if the game is plagued with microtransactions? What if they put like an atom shop but it's like a fucking gold smithery for for Elder Scrolls 6? And what if what if they put in fucking forced multiplayer or something in Starfield? Like you can only do these missions if you have multiplayer. Like I I just I'm scared by what the future of the company is going to be. Because you get stuff like the Atom Shop where – and apparently from what I understand, Internet Historian, who's a great fucking channel, did an entire video on 76. It's called The Fall of 76, I believe. Yeah, um, and
1: it was quite a good video. Like I didn't agree with all of it, but it was
0: pretty good. It's, he's he's – I think he's a very important channel because Internet history is history history and we need to preserve it in some manner. Because
1: and, of how fleeting the Internet is by
0: design. Yeah like uh YTMND just shut down and that was like a like an old school uh website that was like around forever and it's now gone. It's just fucking totally it's gone. gone. Yeah. yeah. And we have guys like Wang who's another great YouTuber uh and w- Wavy Web Surf who's another great YouTuber. Shout out to all these guys that are making content about the internet. And like this is whether you want to believe it or not like early internet shit it's not well documented, and we really should be talking about it. We should be talking about LimeWire. We should be talking about MySpace because these were the first kind of endeavors into. They were
1: the frontiermen.
0: Yeah, into social media, into. And don't get me wrong, I know there's other shit like Friendster and Blogspot that's been around forever, but like these are the big ones. Yeah, these are the Nike and Adidas and 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 they and were the ones fucking, with cultural importance yeah these are the ones that people will talk about like maybe your niche friends will know about like like a, a friendster or something but like things with cultural relevance soundcloud huge cultural relevance are we documenting oh, yeah. what's going on soundcloud like went bankrupt remember that i don't remember exactly that. they might not have gone bankrupt they were having some troubles but like it's it's we I it just <sighs> he does this video and and the holiday christmas pack thing for 76 comes out and apparently it came out on sale and that in three different countries or i think he said australia the uk and canada is illegal yeah for something to come out on sale because it's uh considered like false marketing yeah like I get it, you gotta make money. You're a business at the end of the day. You don't care about me. You don't care about my wants and my needs. You care about the bottom line. I understand that. But I remember telling people I was a fan, a big fan of Bethesda Game Studios and being like, they're a company that listens to their fan base. Do they? Anymore, at least? I I, I mean, don't get me wrong, As as I... Can we consider ourselves Fallout YouTubers? Because I really fucking want to. Yeah, I would say so. As Fallout YouTubers, like, I would love to work with Bethesda. I would love for them to fucking, like, do... All these other Fallout YouTubers that I look up to that work with Bethesda, they get to go to, like, Greenbrier and do shit like that. Like, that's fucking so cool. That's fucking... Like, if I got to work with my favorite game studio... There is a version of me, there's eleven year old me in two thousand eight discovering the world of post-apocalyptic DC who is like crying because I'm I'm fulfilling something. Like you know what I mean? Like it's 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 something that I would love to be able to do. Right. And and I'm afraid to say this because I'm afraid that they're gonna hear this, and we're a tiny channel. They're gonna like what if they blacklist this automatically? Like I mean, what if I doubt it. No, I'm not saying they would, but I'm just saying like Having an opinion in twenty nineteen is dangerous people people they there's there's a bunch of people they just took off of Twitter because they 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 had opinions Farrakhan he was a preacher they took him off of Twitter they took him off of facebook i'm not huge into Farrakhan and and what he was going on i don't really know much about him to be completely honest, but if he is a religious man and I could be wrong, he could have been saying like some evil shit and i just don't know it you know what i mean
1: yeah right like
0: i don't I claim make to that, be an
1: expert on the situation
0: yeah and i want to make that super apparent because he could have been like yeah kill kill fucking children under four like which i doubt he said and i'm not saying he said that but there could have been some evil shit coming out of his mouth and i just don't know it you know what
1: right. i mean um I, th- but, I think the the thing about you said having an opinion i think having an opinion isn't a problem i think it's when you're when you take your opinion and you treat it as fact and as gospel and try to use
0: that kind of like social power to hurt people. And you're absolutely right. you're, you're It's 110% valid. It's people have opinions and then people believe that, that their opinions are fact. And people don't form their own opinions. They go to other people to get their opinions and then spout them off as their own. And that's why I've been very careful with my wording when I've said this entire thing because I'm referencing a lot of other people. And And you don't want to
1: point fingers or anything.
0: And I don't want to say, like, this guy's right. I believe every word he said because some people just make super valid points. At the end of Mr. Caption's... Uh, at the end of Mr. Craftsman's video uh, No Tods No Masters he goes into a like a fucking three minute four minute five minute rant maybe even longer maybe even shorter I don't I didn't time it about how this is his favorite world and he's afraid he's never going to see it again as an RPG and it's going to be an action shooter with perks and shit like like He's a he's like this is my favorite universe my favorite series and I want to play a I want to play an RPG and I just can't is is Elder Scrolls Six not even going to have a way to level up? Are you just going to like you use your sword and every time you swing at it every ten thousandth swing your damage goes up by ten percent? Like just give me a fucking bar to level with. Don't give me a voice protagonist. <laughs> just give me like I just give me an open world and give me choices and let my choices like people say that fallout 3 has no has no um no real choices in it where new vegas does new vegas has so many fucking choices but again to reference the many a true nerd video he says in it if you go to megaton and blow up megaton goes, ooh, this sounds like fun the people that have any information if you don't get any information out of Moriarty, you don't get any information out of anybody in there about where your dad is. When you blow up Megaton, it just says find your dad with no quest marker. So you have to go out into the Like, that's a real fucking consequence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Fallout 4. My dialogue options. Yes. No. M- uh, Maybe. And then sarcastic, which is just funny, yes. Like, and even if you say... So, so it's really yes, no, in parentheses, yes. Maybe, which is just yes later. And then funny, yes. Like you yeah i'm so i'm so hurt i'm so hurt about a fucking voice protagonist because all of the time the 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 thousands of hours and i i don't know if i sound pretentious when i say that the thousands of hours that i've played fallout 3 because it either makes me sound pretentious or a fucking loser but the thousands (laughs) of hours i've played it i've never once heard brian t delaney's voice in my head i've heard mine I've heard me. I've heard me reacting to what I think would be the best possible way to do it. And like at the same time, here's a fucking idiot who's sitting in his bedroom... Complaining that, oh, my favorite game series is changing. Like, I I realize I sound like an idiot. I sound like an asshole. But when it's something that I love so much, that I love so dearly, that I would rather sit inside and be a part of this universe when I was younger than go out and socialize. Like, it's it's something that I've invested time. I've invested a, a ton yeah. of money. Uh, it's It's something that... It has inspired me and what'd you say heart yeah heart yeah heart it's something that's inspired me it's it's changed the way i think i i wanted to say this in our fallout 3 video that was many moons ago and i never got to say it you and i both went to a fucking shitty school
1: um uh, that could be yeah
0: um it had its downfalls i i had nothing but 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 bad memories from that school. I didn't like the way I was treated. I didn't like the way I was talked to. I, I remember being a kid and, and being in like fourth grade and coming home and, and not and not retaining anything because the te- the teacher picked on me. There's no other way to say it. The teacher would pick on me because I was not from the town and because I was not from Pennsylvania. That's like there's no other way to say it. And for a long time, our school's colors were blue and yellow, and I've hated blue and yellow ever since and then fallout 3 came into my life and it made me look at blue and yellow in a different light. And now to to see to see blue and yellow kind of going back to something that i don't recognize or don't identify with anymore it's kind of like fallout 3 everything's dirty and destroyed and disgusting. Right? Right. And then you play fallout 4 everything's clean. Why when i fucking take my vault suit off is my underwear pristine? Why are the dresses and suits that I'm picking up pristine? Why? It's been 200 years. Everything is so clean in that game. Laser rifles are clean. The weapons, for the most part, are super clean make them dirty they're 200 years old even the pipe rifles and the pipe pistols look a little too clean not to mention that everything looks wet everything which i can kind of that's oh, just well, kind it's of like an art style choice i would say fine whatever you want to say it's them adjusting to the to the uh the modern console or they're in boston it's always wet and humid and mess. fine whatever but like why is everything there's piles of garbage everywhere but i'm carrying around a brand new gun and wearing a brand new red sinquin dress that was what was so charming to me about fallout 3 is that people are wearing dresses and suits and they're and they dirty, tattered and, and they're yeah. dinged like that's such a fucking like i just don't i don't understand why and it's little things like why am i finding the 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 soldier what are they called what's the what's the uniform called um, the fatigues. Yeah. Why am I finding fatigues that look like they're brand new out of the box? Like I'll give you that. The, the vault suit. It's nice. Yeah, I get it. It would be nice if the longer you wore it, the more it was worn in and you could see patches starting to develop and you could see this and that, but like you were just over at my house with Kyle, which we're working on something super special. So keep an eye out, keep an eye out. And I showed you my, my, little replica of the laser rifle that i that kyle found in like an antique store that was like a loot crate exclusive right it's a little laser rifle The laser rifle is a fucking Fallout 3 model because of how dirty it is. And I said, Kyle, look up the Fallout 3 laser rifle versus the Fallout 4 laser rifle. And the Fallout 4 laser rifle is fucking it looks like pristine plastic. It looks like you just fucking went to Toys R Us rip and you took out you took it out of the plastic and (laughs) undid the twist ties and fucking like it looks like a brand new toy. Fallout three, you pick that thing up and you go and you would say, How many people owned this before I did? Right. It made me think, like, huh, I'm picking up – and, like, it's cute that the bobbleheads are pristine in Fallout 3. Like, it's, it's cute. Yeah, like, well, I, that's,
1: like, part of, like, the gimmick of them.
0: Yeah, but, like, like you pick up a lunchbox. It's all fucked up. You, 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 you find the Nuka-Cola trucks. They're fucked up. But why the fuck is this dress that's cloth? And I think somebody told me recently cloth, if left out and not, like, preserved properly, only lasts, like, 30 years yeah certain materials are not very durable so then why the fuck is the dress not tattered is it not beaten why is the suit not have holes in the knees why are like i just i'm so afraid that this is losing sight of what it was and and i mean don't get me wrong i think tattoos are stupid but i want a Vault Boy tattoo in the worst way to show my like love and appreciation.
1: appreciation
0: yeah. for something that that i do genuinely. I like i have a i have a shrine in my fucking room. <laughs> like you know what i mean? Like i'm someone who people cares. on the discord have seen it. Yeah, i moved it around a little bit, but like i have a bunch of plastic dust collectors on a shelf that shows that i love this and i want to be a part of it. And that I see blue and yellow in a whole new light, that I see something that was and like it's 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 poetic in a really pretentious way. I see something that once caused me pain and it it's back, and it no longer causes me such pain, and it makes me feel happy and joyous and understand that at the end of the tunnel there is a little bit of light, and that once something is bad can now be renewed I just I mean, at the same time. Tunnel snakes rule. A hundred percent. Scientifically proven. Tunnel snakes do rule. It's. I don't want this to come off as an episode where I complain because I'm not. I'm just voicing my opinion. I, yeah. and there's going to be someone who says, oh, he's just complaining the whole episode. And you know what? I'm the res. I'm your fucking, I'm atomic radio. I was resident 95 year old. Get off my fucking lawn. Like,
1: do I just, I'm the cool kid still.
0: <laughs> I
1: just, I, just, I
0: I don't want I don't this. Know, like
1: I don't um, I don't necessarily feel the same way about you about a lot of that.
0: You like, know what um, I think it was? Oh what? go on, go on, go on, no, go on. I spoke uh, off.
1: I um I don't really feel the same way. Like I think that it's okay for games to change and be different and even take on entirely new genres
0: and I don't agree with that. Sorry, but go on.
1: I, do, I think that there, it's okay for games to to grow and change as they mature and get older as like franchises or like even stories. I think that the game that Fallout Four was is um like it makes se- all the mechanics make sense. Like it's all built to around the world is built around its mechanics for it to feel right. Like in Fallout 3, which is Oblivion with guns, let's be honest, um, it's the gunplay is not meant to be very good because of basically the engine at the time, but they built levels and built mechanics that were a reflection of that. Like, that's stop-timed completely because shooting was hard for QA testers. Okay. Ma- meanwhile, like with something with Fallout 4, all the levels are built around these new mechanics, like, oh, we have this enhanced gunplay, and... We have um, better lighting. We can make more immersive environments. And they it all goes to serve to make a fun experience. And it's okay that it differs from an older experience.
0: I agree with you. Mostly. I don't agree with games in the series getting older and changing genre. I don't agree with that at all. Because like i was going to say you know what you know what game hasn't ever changed and i was going to say what if tetris came out tomorrow and said oh we're a battle royale but they did that it literally
1: that. happened and it is successful and very fun
0: but you know why because it never lost what it was at its core it wasn't it wasn't fortnite you weren't running around as an l block or a t block with a gun you were playing tetris to beat other people yeah do you understand what i'm saying so Fallout doesn't have RP like, Fallout 4 doesn't have RPG elements to it. Like, it does and it doesn't. But in New Vegas or 3, if I wanted to be a character that only used pistols, I went all into small guns and took pistol perks, right? Right. But then there's other perks that wind up, like, and I forget who said this, but, like, it made it super valid. There's so many perks that, like, if you want to build in Fallout 4, you have to be charismatic.
1: Yeah, I I see where you come from with that. Like, I always thought that was annoying that I needed to
0: have a high charisma if I wanted to do base building. Like, that didn't make much sense to me. I grew up I grew up around plumbers and electricians and contractors, and you know what those people aren't charismatic. charismatic.
1: charismatic. Yeah, <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> they're, they're grumpy and they're there to do their work and go home.
0: Yeah, it's just like. Never once have I have I walked onto a job site when I was doing that type of work and wanted to pal around with a guy. He hated that he had to do that, and he made a ton of money doing it, but he hated every second of it. Right. He wasn't charismatic, and he probably had a drug problem. But like, <laughs> but that's just, not the point. <laughs> no, it's not. But like. Why was that? That should have been, like, that should have been its own perk system. Why? Why? Like, why? Like, I love the idea of putting more points into other stats as it goes along. Great idea. Bring back the the fucking point system of... And, like, now you have to retcon, and that's not even something we've even spoken about, is the retcons. And the retcons, like... You're but gonna we tell talked me about
1: the retcons of the past, but you're gonna
0: tell me there's fucking Jet in Vault ninety five. Fuck you, like fuck you, fuck you. And you're gonna te- like, and then like you're gonna tell me, oh, there's T sixty. Okay, fine. Let's say the T sixty is being worked on. All right, I'll give it to you. T forty five, whatever. T fifty one, sure. X o one. It's now called X o one, which. That doesn't bother me that it's called X01 when it was originally called Advanced Power Armor or Enclave Power Armor. It doesn't bother me because, honestly, the Enclave being a militaristic-inspired faction would being any... I mean, you you and I know military people. Everything gets fucking oh, yeah. brought down to an acronym and a number. Right. So XO one does not surprise me whatsoever. But then you're going to do shit like fucking Quantum Power Armor? Get the fuck out of here. And Wait, anybody who that? def... That's um, in like, Nuka World. Yeah, you're right. Oh, well, you know, the government was working on this before it fucking came out, and, and John Cale Bradburton was all like, you know what, let's fucking slap that shit on a fuck. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Do not insult my fucking intelligence as a fan, as someone who has put time, money, heart, hours, blood, sweat, <laughs> tears into this shit. Don't jeez, oh, fu- <laughs> Don't fucking... Don't fucking... Don't treat me like I'm stupid. Don't fucking... And as a, as the new games come out and they keep retconning shit, why the fuck is the Brotherhood in West Virginia? Why the fuck are they there? Maxon would never fucking do that. He'd say, this is where we're staying, this is what we're doing. Why the fuck did you retcon the Enclave? Like, why? What did that fucking benefit you? What did that benefit you? Wait, what do you mean, retcon the Enclave? I'm gonna spoil it, so skip ahead if you want. Uh, they redcon the Enclave uh, with fucking White Springs being like a place where they where they gathered. Oh, that yeah. Like the fucking oil rig, dog. Like fucking. There's there's lit. Like I don't. Whatever they're doing at Bethesda, I hope whenever they start working on Fallout Five, they just sit around and watch fucking somebody do a let's play of the first two games and then their own fucking game and use uh fucking fandom.fallout.com because these are people that are not being paid to keep the lore in order that's the reason why i play this game is because i realized i don't like games that are shooters i don't like games that are puzzles i, I mean i do but for different re- like i like these games for different reasons the games that i love are games that are story driven that tell a narrative and worlds that i believe and, let, and i want to be a part it. of yeah. yeah you tell me at e3 that i that building is not part of the game you tell me at e3 that i don't ever once have to build and fall for which i wanted to do and then i literally have to build a teleporter huh you know what i mean like i mean like that's not considered like doing base building though no, it's not. But they said building is entirely optional. Building is entirely optional. You never have to build. And why is there so many essential NPCs? You know how many essential NPCs there were in 3? Like, were there any? I think your dad. Oh, yeah? That's it. Your companions, you could you could make them go unconscious, but you could eventually kill them. You know how many there are in New Vegas? Like... There's not that many at all. There's Yes Man. I'm pretty sure that's the only one because he just re-uploads. Because if you kill Yes Man, then the whole game fucking shits the bed.
1: Yeah, because Yes Man is a part of, like, every storyline.
0: Yeah. There's one essential NPC. If I meet Preston Garvey and want to kill him, Mama Murphy, Jun Long, Marcy Long, and fucking Sturges... I can't do it. And not even like, oh, let's get them to fucking sanctuary and then kill them. No, you cannot fucking kill them. Why? I mean, if you piss off every faction, that's the only ending you can do. I understand that, but there's another problem with, like, I think everything from four, like, all of my problems from four genuinely stem from a voiced protagonist. I think you writing a voice protagonist writes it into a fucking corner. And I'll be completely honest with you, it writes it, it into it a does, corner.
1: It does complicate things in terms of like leaving open endedness. What I do agree with th- with you there. Like what are your favorite RPGs? My favorite RPGs? Yeah. Um
0: I really like Skyrim. <laughs> yeah um, And what does Skyrim have? No voice. Yeah. You can project whatever of course, character like, you New Vegas want on it. is that. incredible. Yeah. Um. RPGs are my favorite style of games because they're story-driven, and I feel like I have an impact on the world. I have a feeling I feel like I'm doing something positive, but in Fallout 4, I feel like I'm fucking going down a railroad track. And, I, and I'll sit here and say, and I, and I and people disagree with me all the time, and I, tol- I want you to disagree with me. I would say that's too, is also on there too. And that's, okay, but I wouldn't even really say that that's like a RPG RPG. That's like an RPG looter shooter.
1: Yeah, I mean which looter is shooter like, was kind of like
0: brought into existence because
1: of Borderlands 2. No, like I, I know. Really kickstarted
0: it. But like when you beat Fallout 4, that's all the game really becomes. Yeah. I don't feel the need to go back and see like Ooh, what's in this corner? Ooh, what's going on over here? Hey, what do you guys got? Like the glowing sea is really cool. I love the idea of it it kind of perpetuates why uh, so many places are taking so long to get developed on the West coast. A lot of shit is developed. Yeah. But a lot of shit also think about what's on the East coast. You got the steel out of Pennsylvania, Manhattan, you've got DC, you've got Florida, which exists. You've got like, you've got military bases up and down the East coast and it's, tightly packed the east coast right right west coast is bigger it's more spread out so maybe less focused targets yeah and they're not using huge bombs i forget the the kilowatt or megaton whatever the fuck of the bombs but like they're not big but they're also not to be fucked with because they're bombs you know what i mean right. but like it makes sense to me that parts of the East Coast are ravaged, because D.C., there's, you can go to the White House and it's obliterated. Oh, yeah, it's just com- rubble. It's just, uh, I'm just... Well, listen, <coughs> I know you've got
1: a lot of feelings, but nothing's ever going to change if we don't voice them. I know, I know, I know. Why don't we take some time to tweet Hines?
0: That's a fantastic idea, but I don't want to be mean to him
1: we don't have to be mean to him we can just express our support in a different way
0: um, yeah, you want to do it you introduce um, it you want to
1: do it i'll I'll do it um hold on just one moment i'm gonna do a little screen recording gig two. oh are you yeah we mentioned that before
0: yes all
1: right let me get that
0: good old twitter open did you hear about the fallout 3 leak no what about it there is like a leak that it's it's fan art from Fallout 3, and it says Xbox One, PS4, and PC, and it says available tonight, seven uh, twenty one nineteen Fallout dot com, Bethesda Game Studios, Bethesda Publishing, Xbox One, PS4, PC, and like it's just completely fake. And then it says digital only under it, and it just like there was one that was really blurry, and I put it in the Discord, and like. If you The more I look at it, the faker I can tell it is because the, the font of it, like why do they – it says F-A-L-L-O-U and it's cut off. And then the one that actually you can see the T on, you can't see the number. And I, re- I replied to it on Twitter because I'd seen multiple times. The, the, the font they use is Fallout 4's font where Fallout 3's font is like filled in. It's different, and, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, that's Fallout 4's font thing. Like I I didn't know how to word it. I literally said, "Look how poorly they." I said, "Look how poorly they skewed the Fallout logo, and that's Fallout 4's font logo thing." I don't know. Here's some pictures for reference. And like, if you look at it, it's fucking like it's so obviously Fallout Four. Like, why not just use the Fallout Three logo? Right. It just. I I just. I I hope that they. I'm ready to tweet Heinz. I'm sorry. I just. No, it's okay. It's okay. You ready to talk to our, our, our pal, Pete? I'm ready to talk to our pal, Pete. I think I think we should intro this very formally.
1: Um, like, deer? Are we doing deer this time?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Deer, comma. Or no, no comma, not yet. At DC Deacon. Pete Hines, there he is.
0: No, did you do deer at DC Deacon? Did you, did you do yes. that? Okay, okay.
1: Yes. Yeah. I made sure that it's the proper tag. Okay. Uh, enter, of course um i think we, we should what do we I have think, to say to, to this man
0: i think we should I, i'm gonna tell you what and i'm completely serious when i say this i'm not joking at all i think we should keep it short sweet and to the point
1: i agree like we're here to support you
0: yeah i think we should say hmm. i think what we about, should say um here,
1: can you give me like a primer that i can riff off of
0: sure i'm thinking dear dc deacon hey pete we're very big fans here. No. Hold on. We're, we're, we're very big fans. And we're very excited to see what you have in store for us very soon. All right, so I'm going to take, take the reins a little bit. Hey, Pete, we're
1: very big fans here at Atomic Radio Hour. Um, and we're very excited... To see what's coming next from the great folks at Bethesda on, don't, Game don't kiss Studio. his ass too much. Are right, then just, just folks. Just you guys. From you guys at Bethesda Game Studios. I
0: wouldn't even say that. He knows no? where he works. He knows where he works. Um, so from you guys. So
1: let me hear what you have so from far. You guys.
0: All
1: right. Um, I'm going to fix my punctuation. Um, dear AtGCD, hey, Pete, we're very big fans here at Atomic Radio Hour, and we're very excited to see what's coming next from you guys.
0: I, I kind of want to throw it like Adam be like, don't disappoint us like and that, that's that's that, a that's, lot that sounds
1: that sounds very aggressive
0: but I don't I don't want to be I, exactly you know what I mean like I want yeah. to I want to voice my concern without being a fuck
1: right um, I, I,
0: I like we're big fans we're curious to see what the future your future holds for us okay Yeah. yeah we're yeah. curious
1: what the future holds for us. I can spell. I definitely didn't go to public school. <laughs> I need to make sure that all the weirs are weirs and not wors. <laughs> Boom. All right, so dear at DC Deacon, hey Pete, we're very big fans here at Atomic Radio Hour, and we're very excited to see what's coming next from you guys. We're curious what the future holds for us. What do you think? Yeah, sincerely or love,
2: love. I think we're, we're love? love.
0: No, love, because I, I'm. I want to make it apparent that like as much shit as I may have talked and I may have complained the whole episode, I'm not complaining i'm i'm voicing my concern we
1: are it's all from a place of love
0: yeah that's why i didn't yell like i wasn't like fuck you like and there was sometimes i got a little heated but like a
1: little little bit up a little bit high
0: but it's it's all because of it's just because i fucking care about it yeah
1: it's just you're, you're there's just frustration because we have so much love and so much care
0: so i think that Imagine if you played Saints Week. Row... Sorry, but ma- imagine they made a new Saints Row game. Yeah. And it was a fucking cookie-clicker spinoff. Well,
1: that's just a cookie-clicker with a different skin on it.
0: But you know what I mean? like if they, But they advertised it as, like, oh, this is fucking Saints Row the Ninth. <laughs> it was so big that we skipped a couple. Like, <laughs> That's very on-brand for them, too. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm just saying, like...
1: Alright, am I ready to... Yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, Let me hear it. Alright, final read-through. At DC... Dear, at DCDeacon, Hey Pete, we're very big fans here at Atomic Radio Hour, and we're very excited to see what's coming next from you guys. We're curious what the future holds for us. Love, at Atomic Radio Hour.
0: Hashtag Tweet Hines.
1: Oh, absolutely. Hashtag Tweet Hines. forgot about that. Can't forget about it. hashtag Tweet oh, And we've got plenty of leeway. Alright, send tweet? Yeah. Send tweet. Boom. Coolio. I'm
0: going to general chat. Are you going to link it
1: for our friends in the Discord? Guys, remember if you want to join the Discord, there's a link in the description
2: below.
0: Yeah. Link in the description below to the, to the Discord. Um, if you want to ever see, if you want to know about the Tweet Hines tweets before when they go live. Like as soon as they go live, jump in that jump in that Discord. Yeah guys, uh there's a link to that below. Um Which we always talk about. If you want to know about it beforehand, check it on out. I'm super fucking tired. You wanna end the show? Yeah, but you know what who's not super tired? Who'd that be?
1: <laughs> Shane Ivers, because he's such a busy bee making those wonderful tunes. I love you, Shane. Oh, he's so good. If you want to download the intro music for our show, that's Feather Duster by Shane Ivers, you can get it at www.silvermansounds.com slash music slash Feather Duster. But Vince, now that they have that beautiful sweet tune to listen to on loop every day, where can they find the show?
0: You can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Atomic Radio Hour. And if you'd like to find myself on the Weird Wild Web, you can find me at the underscore in all caps on the Twitter. But what about you, sir? You can find me at Declan underscore bean.
1: Another place you could find me is the Discord. We mentioned it before. We'll mention it a billion times. It's a great place to get in contact with us and other people that are a part of our community and just really have a grand old time. And, uh... I've actually got we've had some pretty interesting uh, cookie discourse in that discourse.
0: Why do you got to bring this up every time? I'm innocent,
1: oh, you know it. Don't worry. I've got another very special thing to to say later.
0: Oh. Oh yeah, you'll you'll see. Uh well, if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. Uh please comment, subscribe, like all the YouTube things. Smash that motherfucking like button. Um if you're listening to us on any streaming platform, thank you. We're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, CastBox, Radio Public, a couple others. So many. It really genuinely helps us out a lot if you rate us and if you comment. Uh, not just because, like, it helps us when, when the podcasts get promoted. They get promoted around for more interaction. Uh, but also, I just really enjoy feedback. Oh yeah, we love to know what you like, what you don't like, and how we can make Atomic
1: Radio Hour better.
0: Yeah. Uh and with that being said, we also have a Twitch. <laughs> yeah. hey, I, I'm very tired. I didn't know how to I didn't know how to uh cycle back to that one. Like, no, I
1: would've segued to Patreon because that's another thing that's making us better. Oh well hold on,
0: we'll get there in a second. Let me just do this because okay. I already brought it up. Cool. Uh Twitch.tv slash Atomic Radio Hour. I don't know when we're gonna be on it next, but it exists. What about
1: Patreon? <laughs> Uh, Patreon is this wonderful website where you can give us money to make our show better.
0: Yes, you don't have, have to. It's not mandatory. It's not mandatory. Yeah, Atomic Radio Hour will
1: always be free. So always. So don't worry. But if you want to give us some some change, we love to use that money to make our show better. Um, we have a couple people we'd like to mention that have helped out. We have the Honorable
0: Michael Mello. The illustrious Friendly Companion Cube the warm and cuddly Noah. And, oh god, uh, shit. I already said illustrious, right? Yes. The stoic TKS Mantis. But you know what? Well, also, hold on, hold on. Sorry to cut you off. We just updated our Patreon. There's new tiers. We've changed some things. We've made some things cheaper. Um, We've moved some stuff around. Again, you don't have to ever put money into it. It's just an option and it exists. And That's all I def- want to say about it. Something
1: I'd like to say is that if you give us more money, you get other privileges like a shout out monthly. This month's shout out, we have one for the friendly companion cube, and he says, Kyle is guilty and he knows it.
0: <laughs> no way! No way! He said that! He said that. Oh my God! I am off, going the, to hook. Be some drama off in the hook. I'm off the hook. Free at last! Oh, free at last! I'm good to go. <laughs> so if you're
1: good to go, I'm good to go. Thank you so much for listening this week, guys.
0: Thanks, guys. I love you. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Vince here. Um, so instead of a hollow tape this week, uh, Declan and I—he's messaging me now. <laughs> Declan and I uh, made a, t- a tier list video of fast food places because everybody else was doing it uh i don't know if like it's still cool to do it we had a lot of fun making it um so if you guys want to check it out you can check it out on the youtube channel which is uh youtube.com slash atomic radio hour all one big old word give it a look see tell me what you think um yeah all right be
2: safe Bye. Atomic, Atomic Radio, Radio Hour Podcast. Podcast.